A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the little confetti of this podcast. <laughs> Woo! Yes. Thanks, guys. Welcome. Welcome I'm in the to wife the club. Finally. Okay, our wife pod spinoff can begin now. It's official. Thanks, guys. I know. Well, you'll, y'all will hear on our episode with our guests next week. Uh, my first C.B. Goldstein reaction, which was pretty, which is pretty dope. But here we are in Scorpio season. I just got off, just telling the gals, I just got off of Zoom with our rabbi for our reception in December. But yeah, me and Pablo got hitched in Hawaii during Libra season. Yay. And Congrats. It, it, it rocked. I mean, the knot. where, what, it, go here. Here's my stand up bit. Have you ever had a, like, it easy where it comes to describing a vacation <laughs> like it's like impossible to describe the feeling or energy or, or or stuff like even with my parents I decided 
right after we got married, I was like, I'm actually going to text him a picture or two, like every couple of days with like a brief paragraph, because I don't even feel like talking yeah. this long about this 10 plus day. It, there's too much to cover, but the highlight reel is obviously getting married. That was my trick question. I asked Pablo the whole time on the trip. I was like, what was your favorite part after we do stuff? And he'd be like, getting married and I was like yeah right answer uh if you said (laughs) anything else that would suck um but yeah we got married on the beach in Kualoa uh it was very beautiful our officiate walked up and we were he was just talking about like spirituality and stuff and of course I'm like you know I'm an astro person and he's like oh cool and I was like well what's your sign and he was like look at me (laughs) just look at me and I was like uh he's like I'm a Taurus I was like dude, like, I could say the same thing back at myself. Like, well, just take a look at me. I'm clearly a Taurus, a Taurus person, but it was just cool that everybody, everyone was just so down for us. And uh, it was just so sweet. I don't think I told you guys about our restaurant experience after, did I? No. Oh my God. We, cause it's, this is the interesting part. Cause we got married just us two. So it's very like private it was Pisces moon rising time. We were so weepy. Like it was so hard to eat. Like, we don't even know what we said to each other. We had to read our vows to each other later. I was like, I couldn't really like, I understood most of it, but we were crying so much. And so did that walk. And so we're alone and together. But then later on, if you elope, I mean, I guess you don't have to do this if you don't want to, but we went out with like the public, like we were out with like strangers. So it was so alone and intimate, but then so random and spontaneous with people we didn't select to be around so we like we went to this Japanese restaurant and this like very gregarious dude to the left of us was like gonna make sure that this restaurant was our like wedding party like he was just like this is on shots for us I think about like 50 plus tourists from Japan came in everyone's clapping and singing like it was just like I hate my life a movie because it was like okay this is now, I didn't even know this is what I hoped would happen, but this is what I'm so happy happened where it was just like, oh, this is our wedding party. Like our 50 cousins from Japan are here and these lifeguards uh, who drove down from the North Shore giving us shots. And it was just it was just really cool to have a bunch of strangers want to celebrate you. I mean, I guess a wedding, you know, it the bride outfit makes everybody really excited. So it's yes. it was like a really uh bachelorette-esque energy but you're like oh but this is my husband and cheers and champagne so yeah getting married was cool I will plug even though I should get paid for this simplyelope.com because our ukulele player our our officiant our photographer were like thanks for using this website they pay us the best and I was like okay I like to hear that um so shout out to simply elope they did straight up everything so you just showed up. We had to get the marriage license, but that was really it. So for anyone that wants to do a more intimate thing, I had a great experience with it. Not a sponsored ad, just real life testimony. I really should email this segment to them right now. Yeah, why not? Do it. Uh, yeah. And now we're here in Scorpio season. I'll probably also write more on my newsletter about the wedding and stuff. But anyways, that was, it was just, I like being, being married kind of rocks. Yeah. I'm into it. It is like, I don't know. I just feel there is something where (laughs) this is going to sound horrible and maybe appropriate for Scorpio season. It's like, wow, if you want to break up, you're really going to have to like 
do, do something about this. this is like you're gonna have to go to a court of law you have to get the government involved <laughs> it sounds so horrible but like to, i didn't yeah you have to go to court i didn't think of that going in but then once it actually does happen you're like oh wow like you just start farting on your face like every morning and call call it call the lawyer okay the first fight i feel like is when i felt it yeah you're like, I was like oh fuck i can't just run out Mm-hmm. I gotta like actually stick it out and solve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's always a thought, you know. Yeah, I mean, there you can you can go without any. You don't have to bring anybody else into it. Um, I know that they sound like a great reason, but there is something of like, wow, we both agreed upon on that. Like, there is nothing petty that we're gonna just be petty together with. Like, we're gonna have to really work through and even like the little you know because every couple has spats even like our first like tiny spat come coming home and like unpacking and stuff and where'd you leave this was like hey i want to talk about this right now like no i don't know there's something a permission for directness too that's like look we've done it like here's stop draining your hair on the bed after you shower Mm -hmm. okay there's a juice that comes with it I love it. I'm glad you're feeling it. There is a there is a juice and it's like it's horrible because I think I could be that honest and free before, but there is something of yeah, getting the states involved that is that is like no no for real, for real. And so just wait until your party and then I'm like, oh, oh I can't wait down all of these people. Mm-hmm. Oh you know. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's that's I mean, we've talked about this together. Just ways are make people real weird you know it's just so it can be it is some of the most loving most warmth feelings i felt and some of the most letdowns and like wow who are you uh time so i was talking to my friend callie about this last night it's like have a wedding once you're madly in love and you just really want to see what family and community looks like for better Mm -hmm. for better and for worse um and you got yours coming, your party coming up. And now I'm wondering astrologically what, because me and Julia got legally wed and then had parties later. Lisa had the, the, the beautiful one and done. I'm wondering, I'm just curious if there's any. I had my, my legal. Oh, yeah. My, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yours mm-hmm. months yours after was- actually. Yeah. So. So that was interesting because I was like. Uh, even like afterwards I'm like oh this is weird like I started feeling weird because it took so long mm-hmm. because we had an error on, on our marriage license and it took a really long time like longer than you think yeah people like regulars yeah. at the bar were congratulating us and I kept being like this is so weird just being like thanks but knowing we're not really married Whoa. Which would be also really fun to just have the party. Like yes. there was a little bit of excitement in that I was like, oh, we could have lied. Like it was <laughs> like, I don't know why there was like a little. That's a like little who party. who on Vanderpump did that? Tom and Katie? Yeah, yeah. They had the party, they, like, but not never, the legal. Yeah, and they like they just never, never signed the never marriage license. It. Yeah. I always thought it would be kind of cool to do that and wait until like five years in or 10 years in or something Whoa. like that and then Whoa. like do a do the legal document Whoa. because I do feel like to me the the party is the binding mm-hmm. spiritually oh, it is. binding Whoa. at least you know it's just that you've you know it's 
that you've invited all those people to witness you. It's really yes. that part. Yeah. Yes. Well, and to me, it's very much that kind of like merger. And that's very Scorpio season to me, which is when I'm getting married. Families Scorpio merge, season. Yeah. But that like, yeah. yeah, like the that and I think even what like you were saying about, you know, having the the arguments after, but I think also like seeing someone as like they are today as they have been mm -hmm. uh, as they are a collection of these people here that have helped get them here or made them who they are whatever like whatever that is and then also thinking of like you can't think of them anymore as just your person I don't know like you don't not that you do that beforehand too but I think like having all of that in there like it's just well think if you and, signed a document with your friends that say we will never not be friends like, yeah. or any or any yeah. or a job or anything it is pretty finite you know there is or if you do want to end you have to then get into contract like it all involves the kind of libri and also scorpio seventh house eighth mm -hmm. house stuff of here's what i'm offering what do you got and I'm, i mean we were just joking this morning because i was like we didn't get a prenup haha and he's like did we need one i'm like i did bring it up 17 times to you before uh so if you wanted to get one we should have got one before he's like oh and i'm like well don't worry we're we're yeah. both you can get we're both the same and i mentioned yeah. that i was like you can get a post up he's like what's that i'm like hey did you like you really didn't check the, the paper or documents on any of this and i only know this from like reality television yeah also. like nothing nothing more but yeah it's like no this is you know, there's a reason why he, he's asked, Do your parents have a prenup? I was like, I don't know. It actually makes me want to text my parents. I'm like, maybe my mom did on her second marriage. That would make some sense because you have kids and you have a house and you start to like take stock of the stuff you have. It's so, I think for a lot of people our age ish, we are entering these partnerships uh, with not much to get with like not yeah. much together. So it's not even as much of a thought as in the kind of old school days. And maybe I'm just, a total i think a prenup is usually you have stuff before mm -hmm. yeah you usually yeah. have stuff before but i guess it's like uh not with like i don't know tons of properties or assets or something but i i rocked his world around i was like no that was something you do before but there is a post and it's something we can do i we're both like his parents were unmarried and my are divorced so like we're very like blunt about yeah that sort of it doesn't scare me to talk about statistics mm -hmm. are odds but well it's like it's gonna be it's gonna be gut-wrenching and awful no matter what the circumstances <laughs> so yeah also, no matter what like, you figured out on paper yeah all all of it will be awful would be can be whatever whatever it is there is no like ideal circumstances but I do think that that is like a you know I don't know if that's if that's a thing that makes you feel like comfortable in advance go for it but also it's like i don't know just know that they're to, their half I, is your half at yeah. least in california at the end yeah. of the, at the end of the day yeah and be and be striving to like either create something separate or to be like <clears throat> yeah if that's if i wouldn't be if you aren't if you aren't ready to like yeah give your half your shit to someone then that mm -hmm. then like you were going to be in theory doing that in this union, right? Mm -hmm. Or or actually, you know, I really I gotta look up our um our officiate, Reverend Elias. He used this like he's he's native Hawaiian and used this, and we had this full native Hawaiian ceremony 
it was very spiritual and very cool. And I'm very thankful um, that he performed that for us. But he had a word that was very Libra season E. I'm checking my text with him. Is Kaolike, uh, meaning equal and harmonious balance. He had a whole like segment about that for us. And it was cool because it was, it was something I think Lisa touched on a lot before, which is balance isn't always 50-50. And that's what he sort of, you know, touched on is balance is, you know, when they're high and you're low, they come and help you, vice versa. You know, it's not always anything that's just 50-50 down the middle. This is as fair, air quotes, as I can be. It's just not, that isn't balance. And I watched, um, I don't know if anyone's seen the Joy Luck Club. At least if you asked me that you loved it. But the Joy Luck Club, watched on the plane ride back. Amazing. Now I want to read the book. Just just watch the Joy Luck Club if you like powerful women, mother, Asian women on screen stories. But there's this one couple in the Joy Luck Club. And Lisa, do you remember the guy who splits everything 50-50 down to the penny? That marriage? I don't remember it that well, Ugh. but I I know it's through generations of women and it's like, uh, yeah, it's I remember flashbacks and historical and just a fabulous, beautiful, mm-hmm. moving comfort, but also just guts you movie. But there's this one relationship for the daughter where he like dots down to the set like he got her a cat and then like charges her for all the half the vet bills and like does it. And her mom comes and is like, what is this list? And she's like, he's just so fair. She's like, that's not fair. You've got to learn that that's not fair. And I was mm-hmm. like, ooh. And especially because she works for his company and he makes seven times more than her. And, you know, it's just like, yeah. ooh, just watch Joy Luck Club. It was a really good movie to watch post getting married as well because it did show all these different women's lives and then the perspective of their daughter's married lives in 90 San Francisco. Just very 10 out of 10. Yeah, this is one that I feel like I know I had to write a paper on it in college. It's definitely one that's like really loaded with a lot of mm-hmm. uh, besides just having like a good plot. There's a lot of um, I, like, again, connection with three generations of women mm-hmm. and relationships and like there's much to analyze. Oh, there's some rough, especially I don't I'm not well versed in the history of China because these are all Chinese women and then their Chinese American daughters, but like with having babies and giving up babies and war, it's like, (laughs) there's, there's a lot of stuff there, but it was just a gripped. I was gripped by the joy love club. But it is like, how do you describe a moment? How do you describe like a, how do you, how do you break down a thing that you like share, not only share with like a special moment, but also one that's like so intimate with one other person and like not any way that you're going to like describe Mm -hmm. it is going to sound flatter than the experience of it. But obviously, I mean, it clearly was a magical experience. Hate to say it had to be there, but it's, yeah. And I mean, I'll just to, if you're ever on the big Island, snorkel with the manta rays, just out of this outer space experience. And we just, cause we just, I just got off the call with our rabbi because we're going to have a reception in December and do a party thing. And he, what you just described, Julia, is, is I got to, I'm going to email him. There's a Hebrew word for it. it is, I think it's called like the Ika, something of, sounded similar to that moment. It's like an aha moment, but instead of it with your brain and noticing something, it's with your body, recognizing that you're in a mo- one time moment that you can, that's just like moves you. Um, and that's when we were describing to him our experience, he was like, oh, it sounds like, that you had many of those body moments yeah. where you go, I'm recognizing the world 
and how just magical and wonderful it can be, especially doing that with someone else also having that experience by your side. So it was very sweet. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Thank, so and thanks to every, you. you know, and I know our pod people, pod people have been, you know, around for all of our relationships, right? And it's so, I just think it's even cool that we get to historically audio document this as we go. So, yes. um, yeah, I mean, when we started the podcast, I was just moving in with Pablo. Yeah. It was like the same month. So, yeah. Wow. We're both becoming older and hopefully wiser and and then getting our socks rocked by the eclipse season <laughs> and, and then having scorpio time be like oh wasn't libra season how yeah how was everyone's libra seasons in general did any, any i didn't know anecdotes? i thought we were still in virgo season <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what happened it went by so fast um mm-hmm. yeah i can't even really i can't even pick anything out from the Libra, I think I've just been working and I'm focused on, I have, you know, y'all's wedding parties and I have another wedding coming up. And so just yeah, we're not bring through that. to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, but also that I feel like that has felt very Libra season in the sense of like, you're doing the planning, you're doing the like party prep or like getting the things, but also it's been a lot of like organizing and talking to other people and thinking through like, Oh, who, who's invited to this? Who's invited to this? Who's, who do I need to let know about this? How do I need to organize these people around this thing? And like, it has been very. One thing I think I've been, well, since my wedding, because my husband had a very bad like habit of talking about wedding planning with people who weren't invited (laughs) and I was like stop bringing it up like it's really weird Mm -hmm. um and so this uh, one thing I think that's very Libra season is coming up upon these few I've been very kind of tactful and cagey about not asking like oh are you going to so-and-so's wedding or like stuff that I might normally Mm -hmm. um even like friends who I've like sent outfit pictures and I know I sent you guys stuff that you know which ones I'm going to but like um I've just been very vague of like how about this for a formal event like I've just yeah just tried yeah. to like and weirdly have gotten some like side texts like oh are you going to this thing and like but I'm going into both of y'all's weddings with I mean an idea of who's invited but not like any yeah. you know I haven't asked around or anything so that's like something definitely different from my new normal Gemini ruled ass like nosing about Damn, you're the Gemini Mars. Gemini Mars has been is uh, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting yeah. Mars time. This Libra season, I feel like, has felt very airy, and I think it has been because I've been like in communication and doing so much kind of like uh, data kind of gathering sorts of things. But also, I just feel like it's been a whirlwind. Truly, like I feel like I've been blown all over the place. Like just. Mm-hmm. balancing act you know that kind of thing too of like where it has not felt particularly it's felt both also like social and vibrant in a Libra way um that's been fun and I also have found myself like prioritizing socializing uh or like for not forcing myself but being like this is still Mm -hmm. you know it feels to me similar to how Taurus season feels to me when it's like an eighth house transit for me but I also am like this is when I know I have to be out with people because I have so many Tauruses in my life like this is part of my 
this is not duties because I don't like saying it that way, but it is like I'm expected at these things. And so part of my balancing act, part of me doing my end of our relationships or whatever is showing up for these things. And I have that in Libra season, too, I feel like. And mm-hmm. that's been it's been fun to be there. And I'm excited for Scorpio season because obviously Venus and the sun move together often. But I feel like it's so like pronounced as certainly as we go into Scorpio season, as we leave with that Venus sun conjunction and in that 29 degree of Libra and then Venus and the sun are conjunct, not exactly at the same time, but pretty close on that first day of Scorpio season. But thinking about like, oh, it's still, you can still show up even if you aren't perfect or your best or whatever. It's about like showing up for the relationship, doing your part. That's not, it's not being like Mm -hmm. doing above and beyond or whatever it's going I've had a lot of those of going like oh okay well I I should maybe I should have thought about what I was going to get this person for a birthday gift whatever but what's the kind of most classy Libra kind of like thoughtful here I'm I'm trying I'm doing my best showing up like engaged and wanting to display that I care about our relationship as the most important thing not the things or whatever Mm -hmm. and so I think thinking about that now going into Scorpio season, kind of that like even deeper investigation of your values, deeper kind of um, more of like, not, not motivations, but like, okay, but then now what does that lead? What path does that lead us down? If we are willing to be a little bit more messy, a little bit more like curious about where these ideas and values come from. Um, I think, especially if we're talking, I mean, all the stuff that we're talking about, I think, blends with that yeah I think Libra season for me I was definitely leaning into the energy of it with being leaning towards optimism and kindness and and that balance sort of thing of maybe my friend invited me here but it's like but I really want to spend one-on-one time with you maybe we could do that like trying to find that that way and then Scorpio season I think a note that I wrote just looking at the transits ahead it does feels like a really emotional connecting time for yourself I think it's like, it is, it was a good time to, you know, it's spooky season, you know, like there's stuff going, it's autumnal, it's starting to feel like, you know, we're getting into that holiday social time again, but it does, maybe it's because of the eclipses, maybe it's because it's just going to get so watery this coming Scorpio season, it does feel like what you're sharing, you can't give, get that back a lot of the time, you know, like that energy, that, that emotional space you know, you can't, you can't unshare it. So I think I, not that it has to be guarded in that Scorpio way, but it might. And I do think that Libra very, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. It kind of blends into like Libra and Scorpio, where I think we can observe ourselves, observe our world, say what we need, but also I don't know, some people might not be ready for the Scorpio season in a, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Us astrologically, tuned in folks know that there's a lot going on, but people all around us might not. And especially with Mars retrograde too, there's just like, I think a lot that's asking us to, to bear, you know, take off our armor a little bit and in, in certain senses. And I think put it on firmly in, in others. Something I've been thinking about with Halloween being in Scorpio season and like, this isn't really related to any astrological transit necessarily except for obviously sun and scorpio um but costumes and like i feel like there is a 
I feel like to have a good Halloween costume, it has to be like a shadow of yourself, which is very Scorpio, whether it's like a celebrity you look like or people, you know, that's kind of something you've been told your whole life is like this thing where it's like a shadow of you or like something that people didn't know you liked or something that like is not necessarily like that's why everybody makes fun of like the slutty girl cat outfit because it's like you're really not like giving us anything you're just like mm-hmm. putting ears on a hot outfit or whatever which is also like I'm at an age where I'm like that's fair like just go like if you have to do it just do whatever you can but I think when we think about like a really good Halloween costume it always comes from some kind of like depth of self or like I don't know doing something a little bit like evil and self-deprecating or like being some being a a villain or being something that is like you're not normally every day but if it's like you know the person that everyone in your group chat hates and talks about how mean they are if they dress as a villain it's like no that's not your shadow self that's your like outward self it's like not as like it doesn't hit I mean it's funny but it doesn't like hit you usually yeah Mm -hmm. there's no vulnerability and there is something i think in the scorpio like as much as we talk about scorpio i think as a guarded time which is right and i love that of like what we're what we're sharing you can't get back especially like energetically and especially if we think of the scorpio like significations of eighth house mergers and things like that and also just like how scary it is scorpio feels like to me that like emotional hangover after you've disclosed in Libra and then you have to sit with your kind of like anxiety like oh I had a really I think I had a good time with that person but did I did they think that did I think that like did I give to what are they thinking about my stuff and that kind of like way that you can sit and bubble and fester um but I also think that there is like the the display of that, the sharing that this is some part of me that I want you to know about, or that I am, I'm trying out on Halloween or something, something like that, where I'm like, I'm taking this opportunity to tell you about a part of myself that you might not know, I think is also where we get to go like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I love seeing, I love costumes for that reason, where you get to see someone wear something and you go like, yeah, that is absolutely part of your vibe. Like, I would have never thought that, but you see someone in a costume and you go like, Yes. Even if it's like a funny, goofy one, I love seeing when someone can like commit to that and go like, oh, that Mm -hmm. you aren't, you aren't goofy like that all of the time, but I respect and love you on a different level now that I've seen that this is what you chose to do on this night where we disclose this part of ourselves. I think too, my, my when in doubt Halloween advice as a big costume fan is food. Food goes a long way because you learn what people's favorite foods are or I don't know, it's something that does bring out your excitement, right? I think sometimes it's like, well, what could I, or this, or like, sometimes it's so, I mean, me and Pablo talk about this all the time. He hates a costume. You have to explain, like you should get, you should get it. Again, very Virgo heavy person, but I think there's, there's even just something solid in the classics as well. Your vampires, your ghouls, your witches. But I like that shadow of self that Lisa mentioned, because it does let you kind of tap into your psyche or the things that call to you. Oh my God, I really want to make my costume this year. I just need to do it next week. Really want to make a Tamagotchi costume is my like, it's, it's like, yeah. like my fucking. So I got to so get to Michael's. Be, 
So mo to be, I'm gonna go get some glow sticks and rubber <laughs> and I think I've declared this every year, but I think this is the year for real that I'm too old and I'm not doing it anymore. Whoa. There Fair. There comes there comes. I never like doing it anyway. Why why now? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the other that's, fair. that's the other part too. I know now I'm like, I think I used to in my younger years be like Halloween weekend, and I'm like, oh, it's a Monday for like works for me i will i will just go do one night maybe i'll put maybe go somewhere even local or smaller or just see i don't even just see what we even have the energy for scorpio season has so many peaks and valleys i feel like it's just like well we'll i think a lot of the scorpio season astrology is that like taking things to the next level sort of feeling and i think that there is like you know, especially coming after Libra season again, that like you're connecting, you're having a good time on like a, I don't want to say shallow level, but on a purse, like a more polite level. And then it's like, do I want to get to know, like, are we going to go deeper than this? And so I think that we have that, you know, it's not exact, but we're definitely feeling that Saturn Uranus square again, and we're getting opposed from, uh, things in Scorpio so we are having that just the same thing that we've had for the past year and a half of when we're in the fixed season getting a lot of square energy which is good I think in the sense of it's action provoking it's provocative and it's you know getting us getting us going but it is going to be you know not everybody's going to want to go deep and I think that the astrology here for sure because Jupiter is going to move back into Pisces uh we're yes. going to get we're going to have Mars retrograde starting where we're going to like slow down and have to be maybe kind of, to me, it feels like not explaining yourself, so to speak, but it might be like going back to things that it was moving quick. Cause I feel like Mars, mm. Mars and Gemini is so erratic again, that kind of like butterfly motion there where it's like, we might be coming back to some of the things that we glossed over and having conversations or having, uh, having to redo things, having to, go through with plans that we made earlier in the year that now we're actually having to like see through. I know that that's something that I'm for sure having. Um, but I love yeah. all this, Julia, by the way, you just hit something that just like sent a quake through my body. Cause I think that Jupiter Aries too, I think was such talk has been such talk of like, this is where we're really going to do it big for ourselves. And that's, intense and that's really scary and now there does feel like there's almost this like so that was the test that was the mm -hmm. taste how did that go did we like putting our full force efforts jupiter wise there or do we need to circle back if you will and reflect with that pisces jupiter because i think that retrograde for pisces jupiter is going to be a real big i know it's like it's so ob obvious but like the reflection right of pisces to really see what's sitting well with us what's connecting what's not especially with Mars retrograde too, there does feel like there's a, you can quit, you can change your mind, we can pivot, we can, even when I was just talking to the rabbi, he's like, so for my day job, like career, I'm like, do we talk about, I'm like, I might change careers next year, honestly, like, I don't know, like, I actually don't even want to tie that in right now, because so much feels so up in the air. And I'm kind of still thinking about, I'm, I'm just still thinking about some things. So I think, this gives a lot of space for still I'll get back to you or I'm still going to think on this or I'm going to, I don't know, have that room to really reflect in that Pisces way that we were kind of doing before. When does it go back to Aries? Is my... It'll go back to Aries, I believe, December. 
Okay. We so only really get, get like a taste. Yeah, we only get it, a it few. It is December the 20th. Thank you. Oh, okay. Real, oh, wow. So yeah, a real. We're only getting those like last few degrees of Pisces. And then at the end of Scorpio season, Scorpio season, which begins on the 23rd of October, uh, the sun will go into Scorpio at 3.35 a.m. And then the last day uh, will leave on the 22nd um, on we get several Jupiter uh, and then Jupiter moves into moves back into Pisces on the 27th of October. So we have it in Pisces, but it doesn't really interact with much until the end of the month, right before we leave Scorpio and move into Sagittarius, we get a Venus trine to Jupiter and then Venus moves into Sagittarius. And then we get a Mercury trine to Jupiter and then Mercury moves into Sagittarius. And then we get a sun trine to Jupiter and then the sun moves into Sagittarius. So it is that like, as Venus was our guide kind of like coming in, it feels like Jupiter is kind of blessing everything on its way out or not necessarily blessing. It could also be amplifying and saying like, Hey, these are the we're especially because they're in water signs thinking of like the ripple effects of what these decisions make what these values uh represent and how that has far-reaching effects in our life in the world whatever but thinking i think we can also see if we are willing to kind of go deeper and do some investigating during this time especially when we're having squares have hard conversations have hard reflection times then i think we're also going to be able to see our like work amplify quickly too and see how like oh I changed the way that I was having this kind of conversation and already I can see how much that has uh, changed everything and kind of opens us up to this new idea of possibility and that cycle moving forward with that Pisces energy I think the conversation is should be internal I think we have two eclipses and the Scorpio season starts off with an eclipse and I think that those eclipse energies can be very, um, if if we are trying to have difficult conversations with other people, we should avoid those Yeah, though, around those days, just because I think sometimes we get an unexpected um, response and that is now creating a different set of, uh, of issues that we're trying to work through. Mm-hmm. um and and then we kind of sometimes can lose sight of what we what we wanted to accomplish you know if you're saying you owe me this and then someone's saying well like I'm in the hospital or something you know what I mean it's like that now we're now we're in a different situation where it's like oh you're in the hospital like I don't really care you can you can keep the whatever like where it's like no you were trying your goal was to get this now like your goal has changed um so I think that's something to definitely be aware of the first strains that we have in Scorpio season is that new moon partial solar eclipse on the 25th. Mm-hmm. Um, it's happening at two degrees of Scorpio. And I just think that's like, you know, Taurus is the second sign. So it'll be like the, uh, the node or whatever will be on the other side. And I don't know. I just think like, oh, okay, maybe that's like a big, a big bang to start out with absolute big bang to start and we have more on our patreon about that just so yes. y'all know yeah and then we have like you know mercury square pluto shortly after and i don't know there's 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 mm-hmm. stuff no i think that's very sage advice of the kind of internal 
the internal work of it. And even if it's just kind of then changing your position. Yeah. I like that. The internal reflecting the external. Yeah. We're not necessarily conversing about this, but you are taking kind of what you've learned and then maybe moving from a more um, in-depth self-knowledge place. There's just a lot of, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm using astrology.com's uh, ephemeris, if you will. Just There's just so, every day, I feel like there's just some, even though there's maybe like more, you know, subtle, less major um, aspects happening, there's still like a lot of activity in Scorpio season. I feel like maybe a little more than we even saw in Libra season, just of you know, you kind of mentioned in the, later in the month, Julia, with like more of the water stuff being activated with like Neptune things and trines. We have a lot of sextiles to Pluto midway through the month too. I, th- I feel like there's just a lot with our earth and water um, in Scorpio time, like with lots of, there's lots of like little sextiles here and there varied throughout. So there does seem to be something that is pushing forward and ushering us kind of like along I know I just mentioned a lot of like reflection and backward stuff. I think there's space for that too. But I think in our maybe present life, our be here now, if you will, there is, I think, a lot to examine, to take inventory of, and to really, um, I don't know, just like see what we even have too seems to be really there. Maybe it's because Venus is in Scorpio for a lot of this as well. And I know like you know, Venus Scorpio likes to just really know where things are at, where we're standing, where who's who's with me. And Venus and Scorpio is really sensual and sexual. Like I feel like every time I'm attracted to a celebrity, they have Venus and Scorpio pretty much like 11 times out of 10. And I think that there is too that that really nice uh, sexual energy that can come in this time too, if maybe sex lives have been feeling like they might need a conversation or a revamp or being able to share things that we think we can't share. I think that's the beauty of the Scorpio people in my life and the Scorpio dominant folks that I know is, you know, if you can get into the, I know like uh, it's so hard to not reference overused astrology words for Scorpio, like taboo, but to really like not judge yourself and allow yourself maybe to um, connect with those who probably feel like a similar way. I think there's like a bit of both, both ands of, of that sort of like what we've all been saying of like when to share and when to hold, hold them and fold them, if you will. I think the default of holding is probably for the best in many of these, situ- many of the situations you might have. Um, but I also love for your wedding too, Julia, like it's so like romantic and mergy and I don't know, just, I hope you have like candelabras or something. <laughs> like it just feels very, like it feels very of that, like, grant like that grand sort of dramaticness you know i think scorpio doesn't get enough credit maybe leo takes more of the credit for like the drama and i think scorpio brings a lot of you know that wonderful drama that can be fun some mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. we do also have mars going retrograde in uh in like kind of the middle of the uh the season uh mm-hmm. on the 30th and i think that is definitely something where you know, we might be analyzing our sex drive or holding back or, you know, in a, in a, like, in a consensual way, not in a, like, red pill way of, like, nobody will fuck <laughs> me or whatever, but, like, wow. <laughs> um, but, yeah, maybe it is a time to, like, evaluate um, our bodies and what we feel comfortable with. Um, I think specifically as far as, like, 
I've been like pushing myself a lot and exercise lately. And like, I'm, I'm like having a little cold and it's like, I always tie those things together when it's like, it's not necessarily true. It's not because you like went too hard for a couple of weeks that you're sick. It's because you went too hard, not, not only in exercise, but in every other mm-hmm. in eating and every, you know, and every other in going out or being, you know, feeling feeling I feel like exercise gives me such a high that I feel like oh I can just go and like someone can spit in my mouth and I won't get sick but it's like no you're still gonna get sick uh if you don't so it's like keeping up with that stuff I think the retrograde is a good time to establish your patterns with your health with your body with sex with whatever other Martian things you do if it's like you know creating boundaries by cutting cords like those kind of things are all very Mars. Um, and then of course, with it being in Gemini, um, we're going to have that be tested once or twice, I think throughout the retrograde, uh, Mm -hmm. twice or more. I mean, because Mm -hmm. Gemini usually is the two things, um, or like, you know, two sides to its twins. Um, so I think, yeah, we're going to have those things tested and that doesn't mean like, I'm going to get sick again. It just means like, oh, maybe I'll have a, a workout where I like, can't make it to a friend's thing after because i'm sore or whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, to me that just made me think of the mars retrograde being like um data points too where there's so many things if you get to do with something a second time you get to go like oh well this last time i drank water before I went on that run. And that gave me a ton of energy. Maybe let's see if this time I don't drink water before I run, I drink water after I run. Like this is a dumb example, but that kind of like, Oh, and then actually I wasn't, it didn't give me as much energy. So if I want to go to sleep early, I have to do this sort of thing or that like you get to know. Cause I think that that is so with that Mars in Gemini, we can be a little bit removed while we're uh, like not 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 necessarily observant, but we can collect a lot of differing things, and I think that there is an opportunity for us. I like this kind of staying internal, being curious, and noticing what are what was different, what's the same, and how do we kind of like replicate that and do that? Because I feel like that Mars Gemini is two, but then two becomes four, becomes eight, becomes sixty, like mm-hmm. exponentially goes out because then you can. I don't know, you can tweak all of these things. And that's exciting, I think, if you're also doing that about your physical state, your emotional state, your, like, again, noticing, like you said, with because we're in eclipse season, because there's all those squares, that it is likely to be a bit volatile, erratic, uh, potentially. So the more you can go, oh, when that, ooh, that's interesting. I notice when this thing happens, like, this is what goes on in my body. If you can, obviously, that's, this is a lifetime's, work that we're all trying to do too so it's not I don't think it's going to be as simple as that but I think yeah just thinking about this is as many like combinations as you can make about a thing how much information can we extract and how can that move us forward it feels like since to as we mentioned before like November 15th we'll have Venus move into Sagittarius and then shortly after Mercury will move into Sag join it and it does feel like maybe this first quarter of Scorpio season feels really especially with the eclipses, you know, like, or the first eclipse, you know, kicking off and then the, the eclipse on the eighth, um, you know, right before we have this like Sagittarius movement is, I think this is, does give us room to maybe 
you know, watch, investigate kind of the both end of what we've been talking about. And then it seems like that SAGE time will be a little bit more if we want to maybe start implementing things or putting out the feet, like putting out those, those archer sort of arrows to the future, the things that we see for ourselves, that could be a riper time. But I think all the stuff you're talking about, you brought a word to my like front brain, which is just vitality. Like mm-hmm. what is actually letting us have our life force be our own and move and get to do the things that we want to do. And what's, what's a, what is a drain? I know that's maybe a theme that comes up. It definitely comes up outside of Scorpio season too, but because the eclipses are a bit astrologically speaking out of our control, they could, we might feel nothing on these eclipses. It could be just another, you know, a, a kind of bookmark of times that have come and it's part of the series and maybe we'll know so much more next eclipse season come Taurus season who fucking knows but I do think that there's a lot that we you know I think there is it's going to be a bit I think it's emo time I mean water's in the sky that is just that happens but I think that there's um yeah I think that there's a lot of room to try maybe even go back rescind try again I think what you said about Gemini Gemini Mars too about the data points is experimenting a bit as well you know trying out like I know Scorpio loves a game and a puzzle and to to see how different things can figure like you know putting this is again a basic example putting your phone in the other room to wake you up and get you to walk across the hall instead of having to be right by your head like why don't we just try some things yeah we can give something some effort I think we're going to be forced to try some things because of Mm. the square action that's Mm -hmm. happening. Right. And I think that's where that Mars is going to benefit us in the first half of Scorpio season. And maybe the second half is taking a defensive, like you're saying, like, hey, this putting the phone in the thing was working two weeks ago, but like, I cannot get up. So it's like putting it back in your room, but on the other side, you know, it's that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, But I do think with Sagittarius season upcoming, I think something that we're kind of maybe not focusing on just because it's not this episode but that mars is going to be in opposition to a lot of the sag Mm -hmm. stuff and a lot of those personal planets so yes we're having all this square energy now but that doesn't mean that oh as soon as like it was with you know other the the earlier parts of the year where it's like oh well we're through like taurus season we're through you know leo season it's like this one we're having oppositions on the other side of it and and you know that that can be that might be lighter like that might be a little bit a little bit of a weight off but it's it's not necessarily trines it's not necessarily you know those things so I think keeping in mind too when we go into Sag season that Gemini Mars stuff is going to be dually as important because not only is it Gemini but it's also an opposition which is another like back and Mm -hmm. forth type of aspect so I think getting used to doing some Gemini Mars stuff during this pre-retrograde shadow and during the retrograde is going to only be a benefit for what's going to come in Sagittarius season and that you know again that might be internal work that might be doing stuff twice, figuring out, making sure your ducks are in a row, whatever the thing is, keeping track of your health, keeping track of your sex life, we're going to need to carry that out through the rest of the year. And I think truly we don't really get like a break from stuff until uh, like almost Capricorn season, it seems like. So, and then it's, you know, end of the year holidays and And we're out. (laughs) I love that. There's a Mercury retrograde at the end of the year and, you know. Yeah. 
I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I don't think we get out until like next March. summer. Yeah, I mean, probably. Like, but I love, I love that thinking about the Mars opposition in Sag season, because I think what you made me think about is that I think during Scorpio season, the, not the only lesson, but one of them is that it's okay for things to make you emotional and it's not, it's okay to then be curious about it, but it's not to be like, oh, I'm going to stop being emotional. It's to go, oh, these are the kinds of things that make me emotional. And I think in Sag season, we might want to go, okay, got that On to the next thing, time to remove ourselves and be big picture, but we're going to be hitting that Mars opposition. That's going to go like, no, what do you like? How is this staying in alignment with the things that you learned from Scorpio season? How are you integrating this emotional inter like investigation into your bigger life philosophies, into your bigger plans, into your high, high values and kind of keeping that there and going like, we're not ever going to, we can't like escape from it or run away from it or uh, like push it to the side. And I think that that's perfect going into holiday season and all of that too, thinking about how like we are about to go into a more intimate whatever time I think, you know, far be it from us to be experts on this, but you know, I think that some of these transits also suggest that it's not going to be the nicest holiday time, whether that be because of COVID, whether that be because of uh, electoral results, whatever it is, I think that we're going to, we're going to still have to be contending with people being sensitive with people being um, like looking to be argumentative and fighting. And how do we both stay in alignment with ourselves and stay in our integrity and also be open to changing our hearts and minds based on what's being presented to us I think a lot of the rest of the year to me and it's stuff that's coming up now even in my in like my personal relationships is about um working with what's in front of you and not I think Scorpio specifically is a sign that can dip into the past really easily and say this and that and mm -hmm. you did this yeah. and I you know all that kind of stuff and all fixed signs I think can do that it's not a dig um but I think that it's like not a dig when it's true right <laughs> and I also think it's just one of those things where it's like hey well I'm working on being happy right now I'm working on try to trying to live within my means like so I can't really focus on that you know you didn't get me a birthday gift or and I got you one and all like all that kind of stuff like it's like no mm -hmm. what what I'm working on is like fulfillment and like other I guess more spiritual things or like not spiritual but like intangibles and so a lot of that revolves around like sacrifice and like mm. yeah, sometimes you wish somebody haven't you ever like looked at your phone and you wish somebody a happy birthday and the last text was also you wishing them a happy birthday yes. and Ooh. you're like I know they missed a birthday somewhere in between but you don't like not send the text yeah you just say it anyway like it's about being like hey I like thinking of you it's not about like well where's my birthday like that's not what it's about so if I guess it's like that, like focusing on what's in front of you, because there are going to be shakeups throughout the rest of the year. There are eclipses coming. There are squares. There are oppositions. There are also trines and beautiful days and like lovely things to experience. So if we're just focusing on like, you know, the way whoever voted or whatever, it's like focus on you voting, focus on mm -hmm. getting your ballot in in time. Mm -hmm. There's big stay in your lane sort of vibes for a scorp and sag and maybe it's because too just thinking of this 
Uranus opposition too this whole time with in Taurus for Scorpio. Things might be changing out of our vision, you know, mm-hmm. like out of the things that we can even possibly see. And not everyone, every place, you know, like it's it's so funny too, because like my in-laws are all born and raised LA. I'm sure Julie, you have this experience too, where it's like, this used to be a sandwich shop and this was, you know, this. And it's like this I, I get that that happens, but it's gonna keep it's gonna keep happening. happening. <laughs> like it's we like it's gonna unless we fucking make sure we make places historical landmarks and do but you e- know patronize them and, and do yeah we can we but can even more then, even then we would live in a place like, where the literal we'll ground moves well you know the <laughs> that historical landmark places that are for sale right now nobody wants because it they the way that our system works is that there are certain things that can't be replaced. And if you want to run a successful business, you're going to have to remove some of that stuff because it's dirty and old and Mm -hmm. there are like infestations and things like that. And so it is also making those landmark societies updated with today and not where you have to spend a thousand dollars to replace a window, like those kind of things where, yeah, you want it to obviously like you want the place to stick around, but like, to like to what loss you know mm-hmm. like yeah the place is old and decrepit and like crumbling it's like okay make it a historical landmark but like you're gonna have to rebuild well, no it, one can yeah know? no one can go inside that or yeah, whatever so i think there is like that kind of stuff too yeah. i think i said this to someone last night in a conversation about um clarity you said it stevie of like the you know the square to uranus and so the path kind of changing it before our eyes um but clarity is like clarity for yourself clarity of who right. you are and what's important to you it doesn't mean you get to know everything that comes next but that's what that's what we're looking for if you know who you are and you know what you what's important to you and how you want to embody your values how you want to show up for the people in your life and the people of the world then that's the clarity that we're looking for not we none of us is entitled to know what's going to happen, where we're going. And you don't have to, that doesn't mean you don't have to know exactly where you're going to make decisions that are clear and within your, uh, like wants, needs, values, hopes for the future. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a time to be practicing going like I, there is very little that we're going to know, uh, probably for the rest of the year, or it's like likely to be changing. We're not going to feel certain about stuff. That's not what we're that's not what are we are being invited to bask in these seasons, but we are being invited to get clear with ourselves and each other. I mean, we're already seeing not to scare people, but news articles, people are about to change how they're spending because mm-hmm. there's no way that this will keep going like it's going. And our the United States is I, I'm very I feel like after the elections, we'll probably start hearing the actual words recession because no one wants to say that, you know, before before the midterms but that's something that again can be changing outside of us or changing with us we're we're the astrology is also on a societal level mm-hmm. as well also loved what my rabbi said right before we talked to was talking about being present and he said something like super dope that was like you know being present is you know imagining that the moment you're in it oh God, i'm fucking butchering it but it was something like who are we to think that the moment the next moment is better than the one we're in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like that, because it's true. Like there is that what's next, what's next, what's next, what I think can come with statues in which we love. We love a future goal. We love big picture. 
But I just feel like that really fits for the Scorpio of, of what do I, I think Lisa said it too. Mm-hmm. Like what is actually yeah, here in front, in front of, of me, me right now? And being present and, and appreciating those things. I mean, like it's, it's so, I mean, I've had a huge change just in my life because my husband got a new job and his schedule has completely changed. And it's wonderful because we get to spend time together where we never used to. But it's changed a lot of things in my everyday life, my sixth house stuff, where I'm like, oh, yeah, you should put pants on because, like, people are gonna be in the <laughs> house, you know, like, I'm not here by myself. Like, I don't get to just snot all over the place. Um, I mean, I can do that when of he's course. home, too. But, like, you know, I want to be conscientious. And it's but it's like even that is going so fast that I'm like, we don't even spend a day being like. I'm so grateful we get to hang out. Let's just watch TV or whatever, where it's like, those are the things that we've said we've wanted for so long. So it is. And those are like, you know, that's minimal, like stuff that is easy to handle. Like you schedule a day off or whatever, but it's like, yeah, just being here and being like, whoa, I can't believe we actually have the same schedule. What I also like, don't think crazy. that is easy. I think that's oh, a thing yeah. that takes actual consciousness and takes decision making oh, and all of that stuff too. But you compared know? to what we sure. were, you know, oh, it's super course. easy now. Like it's like for us, but I think, yeah, I don't know. It is it's hard but that's, to like and that's the now too. You get to enjoy it now, but maybe come down the line. I so, have to be the yeah. the talks of like, I mean, I'm there's many me and Pablo work from home. I'm like, you need to leave today. Yeah. You need to go somewhere. I don't care. I don't care where you go. But no, for sure. And it is that's also a thing where I'm like having to figure out when my personal time mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. is and what my alone time. It's it is a shift, but it's one I'm happy about. And I haven't gotten the ability to like on Saturday we really enjoyed it. But like, you know what, we haven't we haven't really gotten to like do the thing we've said we're doing. So that's what I'm talking about. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. even those small shifts, things that are good for you in the long run, things that make you feel good. It's like, hold on to those days. You don't get a lot yeah. of those in your life. Things yeah. will suck eventually, guaranteed. So if it ain't sucking, like that, that's the other thing is like, we don't need to sit there looking at the eclipse date approaching, being like, oh God, is this gonna fuck my, like, yeah, with any of the, if that's the attitude probably, like, damn do you what do you want destroyed so badly Ooh. wow well, i just popped off okay yeah what do you so what do you want rocked because clearly you need something shaken wow hey scorpio season's gonna rock yeah least it's ever all getting spit in our mouths or something Hell, I, I'm, I'm right. <laughs> I said after a workout so oh yeah, that's yeah dude, don't job. have to ask me twice <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Scorpio season's gonna rock. So, um, it might be. I think it'll be very necessary. Yeah, for for some. Sometimes you need to get rocked. We will rock you. Don't go. Eclipses are popping. They are rocking. Someone, someone rewrite. We will rock you with Scorpio trance or Scorpio season your assignment. All right. We love you. Happy Scorpio season. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes.
follow us on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast, on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod, and TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us what's your sign podcast at gmail.com WIS is produced by Julia Logan, Stevie Anderson and Lisa Chenu artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo 